The Islanders hire a new European scout. We'll talk about that and what it means, plus a look at a forward prospect who happens to be the nephew of Islanders head coach Lane Lambert. All of that, plus more, coming up on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Sart tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Locked on Islanders podcast. Hope everybody had a great 4th of July weekend. I know I certainly did. And uh, happy birthday, America, once again. But we have got a lot to discuss on today's show. First of all, If you've got something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, a topic you'd like us to talk about on the air, feel free to send us an email. The email address LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You can follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles, and you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, NYR, VSNYI. We'll keep you up to date on all the Islanders, the latest news, notes, and happenings concerning your New York Islanders. And that includes everything in this pivotal offseason for this team, the draft, trade rumors, free agency, you name it. If it's about the Islanders, we will have it covered between now and the start of training camp in September. So let's get underway with our draft profile of the day. We're going to talk about Brad Lambert, the half Canadian, half Finnish native of Finland, born in Lati, Finland, 18 years old, won't turn 19 until December. He is a center and he's projected to go somewhere between 13th and 22nd in the draft by most scouting experts. And When you analyze it and look at Brad Lambert and what he's done, it's kind of one of those situations where you draft him at your own risk because here is a guy who has good size at six foot one. He's only 175 pounds, but again, just 18 years old. He'll have time to add some muscle to that frame as he matures and works with his trainers and coaching Uh, staff and everybody else but you look at his tools and you know one scout Lambert is undeniably one of the most gifted players in this draft class and you know this year was a tough one for him he dealt with injuries illness his team wasn't doing well 
he had a slow start to the season, and yet somehow the tools that are there for Brad Lambert just have scouts absolutely drooling. His hockey sense, very good. His skating, fantastic. Makes a lot of plays, can control the tempo of the game when he has the puck. And he has good hands, good skating, uh, can change direction and, and, and really keep defenders on their heels and, and off balance and create time and space for himself uh, by changing direction, moving. I mean, in the skating sense, he reminds some people of Matthew Barzal in that he can do a lot of things. He's a good passer, especially uh, off his backhand, which is not necessarily typical for a younger player. But here are the two issues that sort of affect Brad Lambert. First of all, without the puck, not always the most reliable guy. And for the Islanders, that may mean stay away. I guess the other issue is, would Lane Lambert feel comfortable coaching his nephew eventually? Or would he say, you know, I'd rather not have my nephew on the roster, let him go somewhere else and do well. That is another thing. But his intensity level, his ability to stay mentally focused when he's not a key part of the offensive attack remains an issue for Brad Lambert. And you look at the ability, it's there. You look at the productivity, it's hit and miss. Uh, playing in Finland this year, 49 games split between two teams, four goals, 10 points. Not exactly, you know, blowing you away kind of numbers. Minus 16 in those 49 games. In the world juniors, under 20, however, Five points, one goal, four assists in two games this year. The previous year, four points in seven games. When it, it, It's like when he's motivated, when he's feeling good and, and involved in the game, Brad Lambert is as good as they come and skilled. The question is, how often will he be engaged? And can the coaching staff of whatever team drafts him bring out the best in him, get the maximum of that talent that is obviously there. And the thing about Lambert that a lot of reports that I've read and people I've spoken to say is that he reminds them a lot in some sense of Atu Ratu who the Islanders drafted in the second round and now is looking very much like a promising prospect, probably the number one prospect in the Islanders organization, where Ratu was expected to be one of the top picks in the draft, had a bad final year, fell down the draft board, and now seems to have found himself and is in a better position than he was, or you know, at the time of the draft. So 
you know, the real question becomes, so the real question becomes whether or not Lambert can find that sweet spot where you get the consistent effort from him game in and game out rather than the inconsistent effort that we have seen. Um, He's got the speed. He's got the skill. He's a great skater. Uh, And something the Islanders really need, he's very good at starting a rush and bringing the puck into the offensive zone. But he's not very strong. He doesn't go to the dirty areas very much. Doesn't play defense very much. Here is a guy who, if you draft him in the first round, he could be a home run where, you know, the Islanders are picking 13th. They go out there and and pick Lambert and he becomes as good as anybody in the draft. Or if you're not able to bring that talent out of him, he could fizzle and be the biggest bust in this year's draft class. I personally tend to want to stay away from players who give you that inconsistent effort. Those guys always kind of worry me, but realistically speaking, The Islanders need to figure out whether or not Brad Lambert is worth the gamble. And if he is, he could be the steal of the draft. We have got a lot more to discuss on today's show. We've got the Islanders hiring a new European scout who specializes in free agents. We'll talk about that. We've got that and a whole lot more still to come on today's Locked on Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar from the people who invented healthy and tasty comes the latest gift to your taste buds. You've probably tried the amazing coconut brownie chunk Built Bar, but guess what? Your friends at Built have given coconut brownie chunk the puffs treatment. That's right. The coconut brownie chunk Built Bar flavor you love and a delicious chewy marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate. It's like a fluffy cloud of coconut brownie goodness, but stop drooling and listen. They are good for you. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and all delicious. Coconut brownie chunk puffs are here for only a limited time. So go to built.com now. And make sure you don't miss out. They're going fast because they taste amazing. And all built bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. Delicious coconut. Rich, sweet brownie, creamy marshmallow. Stop fantasizing. Get to Built.com to order your box of coconut brownie chunk built puffs right now. Go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Thanks for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. The NHL draft is right around the corner, and our team of local hosts and draft experts are breaking it down with insights and analysis for every first-round pick. Subscribe to Locked On NHL or Locked On Islanders on YouTube for all the latest breakdowns on the NHL draft and more. 
So the Islanders made a move uh, over the July 4th weekend. They have added a new scout, Jim Pagliafito. And basically he had been working with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Lou Lamorello knows him from his time in Toronto. And here is a guy who specializes in bringing over European professional free agents and recruiting them to the NHL. Uh, He is part scout, part recruiter, and basically does an excellent job of bringing talented players from Europe to come to North America and play in the AHL and eventually the NHL. Now, the Islanders have not been among the better teams when it comes to bringing in talent from Europe. And Pagliafito's job will now be to help the Islanders avoid bringing in players they don't want to bring, like Jan Kovar, who never worked out. He was better than a point a game in Europe specifically in the KHL, came to the uh, North America, didn't make the NHL roster, went down to Bridgeport, and then said, you know what? I don't like it here. I I don't want to be at Bridgeport. I want to go and play either in the NHL or I'm going back home. So hopefully, you know, you don't have situations like that. Uh, Pagliafito considered one of the best recruiters around the league of European talent. And the Islanders now probably going to be in the market for more Europeans than they have been in recent years. And again, you know that Lou Lamorello knows and trusts this guy because among other things, he worked with him during his time in Toronto. So a nice little move right there by the New York Islanders. And, you know, a lot more talk going on uh, about William Dufour and, you know, winning the MVP of the Memorial Cup, being on the team that won the Memorial Cup. I want to say one thing about him. I like the kid. I think he's got a great future. I still don't think he is ready to be an Islander this coming season. He is going to need at least one year at Bridgeport, more than half a year at the very least, but probably a full year, maybe a little bit more at Bridgeport before he's ready for NHL duty. I mean, Dufour, 6'3", 204 pounds, Anytime you've got one of those big power forward types, they take a little longer to develop. They need a little more time because they need to get used to, you know, when you're six foot three, 205 pounds in juniors, you're one of the biggest guys, if not the biggest guy on the ice. When you're that in the NHL and you're going up against a defenseman who's six, four, 220, all of a sudden you got to learn how to dig in and fight and establish position, even though you're not the bigger guy, you have to learn technique. You have to be more subtle. You have to rely on skills. And Dufour has never played professionally yet. I don't think he's going to start in the NHL. I think he needs at least one year in the AHL. And I am 
sincerely hoping that that's what we get uh, this year. Look, he can come into training camp and quite possibly blow everybody away. But I'm not holding my breath on that. To me, watching the Islanders and watching Dufour, his highlight packages and some of the games he played in, and understanding where the Islanders are at talent-wise, three reasons why he's not going to be an Islander this year. Number one, we talked about the size thing. Need time. The bigger forwards always need time to develop. So that's number one. Number two, we know the Islanders organization prefers to bring young players along slowly. And I'll even take it a step further. He's never played professional hockey at any level yet. The Islanders like to bring their their, uh, young players along slowly and gradually. And if he does make the Islanders, think about Oliver Wallstrom and Kiefer Bellows and the fact that they struggled to be in the lineup. That's a real possibility again when it comes to Willem Defoe if he even somehow has a great training camp and makes the team this year. You get the feeling that he would play 9, 10, maybe 11 minutes a game at most, get benched or be a healthy scratch frequently, and really not be a core part of the team for at least you know most of his rookie year it is probably better for Dufour to go down to Bridgeport, mature physically, adjust to life in professional hockey, playing against adults, and to play 16, 18, 19 minutes a night, be on the power play unit, be one of the core players on the Bridgeport Islanders, and then gain more confidence, more comfort level playing against adults, and be ready to compete for a job a year from now when the Islanders open up training camp in September of 2023. That is sort of my take on Dufour. That doesn't mean I'm not excited about his prospects as a forward, that he doesn't have NHL potential, that he can't become a good goal scorer at the NHL level. It just means that being the MVP of the Quebec League and winning the Memorial Cup, uh, you know, playoff MVP. All those things are good, but don't let it get you so hyped up that you're like, oh, uh, this kid is ready now. He's not. He may be soon, but he's not yet. And we'll certainly keep an eye on him going forward. We have got more to get to on today's show. We've got our Islanders' birthday of the day, a player who was with the team through almost all of the 2000s and was a pretty popular player at that. We've got that and more still to come on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. So why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing only the brand their warehouse happens to carry? 
You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. I mean, why would you choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business. They've been serving do-it-yourselfers for more than 20 years, and they have everything you need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even a new carpet. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Fox? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. Today is the 42nd birthday for former Islanders winger Trent Hunter. Hunter, originally drafted by the Anaheim Mighty Ducks in the sixth round back in 1998, made his NHL debut with the Islanders in the 20, 2002 playoffs, and then was with the Isles through the end of the 2010-2011 season, then played for the LA Kings the following year before hanging up his skates. Trent Hunter, 497 career NHL games, 101 goals, 236 points, 209 penalty minutes. Add 14 playoff games, all of those with the Isles. And he had four goals uh, in the postseason and five points, along with six penalty minutes. Hunter, a real two-way center, scored 25 goals in 03-04, 20 more in 06-07. Kind of a middle-of-the-lineup guy. Physical, but not dirty. Never had more than uh, 53 penalty minutes in an NHL season, but could grind in the corners, had a good shot. And, you know, he, he'd give you those 15 to 20 goals most years and just give you good, solid defensive hockey checking ability and, and the like. We go back and look at one of Trent Hunter's better games as an Islander, February 27th, 2007. At the Nassau Coliseum, Islanders hosting the Flyers and Taro Netamaki, the goalie for the Flyers, Rick DiPietro in the nets for the Isles. And the Isles got off to a quick start. Two goals by Jason Blake, his 30th from Chris Campoli and Randy Robitaille at 210, and his 31st from Robitaille at 834. Bam, Islanders up 2 0. But the Flyers get back into it. R.J. Umberger, his 13th from Yoni Pitkinen and Stefan Ruziska. That comes at 13:42. Islanders lead cut to 2-1. to one. But then our Islanders' birthday of the day. Trent Hunter increases the Islanders' lead just 20 seconds after the Umberger goal. Hunter is 18th from Mike Sillinger at 14:02. Blake gets the hat trick, his third goal of the game, actually of the period, at 19.45, unassisted, uh, his 32nd of the year. Islanders up 4-1 after one. But in the second period, first of all, a bunch of fights. First, Chris Simon of the Islanders. Todd Federuk of the Flyers dropped the gloves at 6.24. Five seconds later, Darren Reed of the Flyers. Aaron Asham of the Islanders dropped the gloves. So they got that out of their systems. Sammy Kapanen makes it 4-2 for the Flyers. His 10th from Dmitry Afana Senikov and Mike Richards. Then the Islanders bounce back. Chris Simon is eighth from Blake and Robitaille at 620. But then Afana Senikov makes it uh, a closer game. The score 
now all of a sudden 5-3 Islanders. Alexander Picard, Mike York with the assist. After two periods, 5-3, RJ Umberger makes it 5-4 from Alexander Picard. Then Simon Gagne makes it a tie game at 9.07 of the third. Yoni Pitkinen and Jeff Carter with the assist. We go to OT, and there the Islanders get a power play. Mike Richards off for hooking with a minute four left in OT. Trent Hunter, our Islanders' birthday of the day, makes them pay. His second of the game, 19th of the year, Sillinger and Tom Pody with the assist. Islanders score a 6-5 to five overtime win. They outshoot the Flyers 39-34. Rick DiPietro, 29 saves to earn the win. But for our Islanders' birthday of the day, Trent Hunter, two goals, five shots on goal. He was on ice for 18 minutes and 24 seconds. And, of course, he did have the game winner. We are getting closer and closer to the NHL draft. We're going to have a big draft preview uh, episode tomorrow. Talk about some of the players we think the Islanders are most likely to select what they need to address in this draft, and again, the possibility that they could trade that draft pick in order to get some more help in the short term. So we'll have all that covered as we prepare for the draft on tomorrow's show. Thanks again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On NHL. Locked On experts give you a daily 30-minute podcast on all things NHL all year long. Stay up to date. On everything in the hockey world, Locked On NHL, your daily 30-minute NHL podcast. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And, of course, let's go Islanders.